Let's start with Genesis. A few introductory points, and I'm just going to say these quick because I want to get to our text. You could teach all the doctrines of the Bible in a rudimentary way from this book. If you were trapped on a desert island, this would be the, and you only could pick one book of the Bible, this would be the one you'd want. Because it really has everything there in a basic form. Um, Genesis is a mountain peak book, and it gives you sort of the foundation for the rest of the Bible. You can't understand the rest of the Bible if you don't understand Genesis. You especially cannot understand the imagery. You cannot understand your theology. For example, Jesus came to redeem us from the curse, right, brought about by sin. Whose sin? Adam, the, uh, the evolved ape, right? Um, <clears throat> no, Adam, the first, the first man, that's right. You can't understand theology without Genesis. You can't understand biblical imagery without, uh, without Genesis. Missionaries, when they go into foreign lands to people who don't have a Christendom worldview and don't have the right categories, they begin with the book of Genesis to help them understand how the world is, um, what we call cosmology. You understand stuff from Genesis like binary male and female, creation, sin, the fall, redemption, family, economics, etc. All that flows out of Genesis. Um, Genesis is compiled by Moses, or most of it is compiled by Moses, um, and, or written by Moses and compiled by Moses, and it is ten tablets. And you can actually go through the book of Genesis and see where these tablets begin. I'll give you one example. It's in uh, chapter 2, verse 4. If someone wants to read that for me, just real quick. Chapter 2, verse 4. You got it, Kevin? These are the generations of the heavens and the earth which they were, which they were created in the day that the Lord made, God made the earth and the heavens. These are the generations. And then how about chapter 5, verse 1? This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. You see that? It's like headings. It's different books. At one point in history, there was this book, and then there was this book. It was eventually compiled. Just like you know, we have all 66 books compiled, but Genesis was at one point in time the whole, the whole Bible, and these things were compiled. They were obviously passed down and preserved by Adam, Abraham, Isaac, Etc. You can even see some of that um, in the text. So that's where Genesis comes from. Uh, Genesis begins the uh, chronology of the world. Um, Adam was created on what day? Sixth day, and then God rested. That's right. And then the Bible tells us Adam has a son, and that son has a son, and the other son has a son. And you can follow that genealogy all the way to Jesus. Or you can go to the book of Luke, and you can follow the genealogies from Jesus all the way back to Adam. So... How old is the earth? Not that old. Not that old. You can actually do the math, and it's between six and 7,000 years old. On the sixth day of creation, Adam, you can follow his genealogy, and you can see. I've shown you in other classes that the idea that the earth is billions of years old cannot um, be synthesized with the biblical text. The words of the text are either false or, or, or not, and um, maybe we'll get to that later. Um, but just so you know where we stand on this. Um, and pagans and secularists and liberals, mostly just apostate Christians, liberals, they target this particular book and they do so because it's so foundational. Right? And so many Christians are ignorant of this book and so it's an easy target. And, and oftentimes Christians don't realize that while this is being attacked, it's actually 
taking our legs out from under us. And so they allow the attacks to go on. They don't stand strong in the book of Genesis until it's too late and the whole thing comes crumbling down. So just a little overview. Um, There are a lot of views about creation, um, about 20 Christian views about the age of the earth and how the creation worked. Can any of you name some of the theories? Day-age theory, that's a famous one. There's the gap theory, and then there's 20 more. And oftentimes when there's a bunch of different, quote, theories, by the way, those theories didn't exist until um, about 150 years ago. Um, Throughout all of Christian history, people read the book of Genesis and just read it the way it reads and believed it. But right around uh, 150 years ago, these theories began to emerge. Can anyone guess why? Because the West was apostatizing. Right, the West is apostatizing. The West is embracing ancient paganism again, the idea of things coming out of chance and random chaos emerging into a... Do what? Absolutely. That's all just uh, paganism being reestablished. Christianity was apostatizing, so Christians wanting to keep their tenure, wanting to seem uh, academic and professional and be accepted in the halls of academia and uh, began to try to synthesize it. And uh, it doesn't synthesize well, but you have all these different opinions now. And so whenever you have a lot of different opinions about something, one of the great temptations is for Christians to say, well, you know, who knows anyway? We can't even really read the Bible. It's like eschatology. People oftentimes will shut down the conversation of eschatology. Oh, yeah, it'll, I'm a pan-millennialist. It'll all pan out in the end. I don't want to hear about all these things. There's so many different opinions. Who can really know? Oh, you can know, all right? Uh, you can know. And the same thing is true about this. You can know. You can read the Bible, and you can see it. It's not biblical or wise to become a cynic and just say, well, there's all these different theories. Who cares anyway? All right, that's not a, the Christian approach. We believe in the perspicuity of Scripture, which means what? It's knowable. It's readable. We can understand it. God gave it to us to reveal to us. Right? Even the book of Revelation is a revelation. It's not an obscuration. It's meant to reveal to us. We can read it. The only thing clouding us is sin. Right? By the help of the Holy Spirit, we can read it and we can grow from it. And so out with the cynicism, out with the paganism. <clears throat> we should just read this book with a childlike faith. And if the world thinks we're a bunch of rubes, hayseed, hicks, then great, good, right? I mean, do you really want to be numbered among the world? Right? They believe that it's okay to dismember babies in the womb. I mean, at that point, who cares what they think, right? Okay, so just, be, just stand up for Jesus and be a fool. Be a fool for Jesus. Be a hayseed hick for Jesus, right? Be a, a plebe for Jesus. Amen? All right, so that's just a little introductory point. Let's get to our text. This is the fun part. Mm-hmm.